1: Wherever you are, welcome to our episode of Shilogins. We are here today to put the miss in submission.
0: Oh! Dang. Miss. There it is. Get it?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Like a miss? Yeah. We just opened up a whole (laughs) new world. So hard not to sing a whole new world right there. I'm still doing that thing. (laughs) Where you associate everything with a movie? With a song. Just right into a song. Mm -hmm. Like you say, and um. People are we are, in a musical? Where I am, my life is a musical. Have you been dancing a lot lately? Always. Has actually. anyone been dancing
0: around you, like large groups of people dancing? Do my children count as, as a large group? They've <laughs> been practicing outside of your knowledge, and then. Yes.
1: That has.
0: Your been. life may be a musical. Did you. I would not expect <laughs> that to be your genre, but sometimes. I know. The most unexpected is the best.
1: I love some musicals. Actually, yesterday I walked into the kitchen and. My husband hangs mistletoe in the kitchen every Christmas because he needs some kind of joke to pull on me. (laughs) And you know, if it's a kissing joke, that's fine with me. Yeah, that's his worst joke. (laughs) And uh, so there's a little love, gotcha. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) You stood there. Now kiss me. (laughs) Um, So there's like a nail in my kitchen. You know how, like, the light is recessed? Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Okay, Uh so there's a nail there. That's where he hung the mistletoe. He never took the nail out. So yesterday, Kate yells at me to come into the kitchen, (laughs) and I walk in, and she had hung a cutting board from the nail and then taped all these, like, really obnoxious notes all over the cutting board so that it was coming down off the cutting board and they all just said things like I love you you're the best and then when I walked in she had like a spoon and was singing a song and it was just hilarious so there have been choreographed dances happening around me which was a really long way for me to answer
0: your question (laughs) Uh, well it's good to know I don't know what genre (laughs) I'm in but hopefully it's a comedy right because that's better than a tragedy right sorry to those of you that are living in a horror movie.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. That's another option. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we're here to put the miss in submission. My name is Summer Jaeger. Did you know there's actually mistletoe
0: like all around? No. In the desert? Mm. In the it, desert? It's yeah, it grows in Palo Verde's a lot. It's like a it's like a so, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it basically like lives in other trees. It's like a parasitic plant. I don't know if it's actually a parasitic plant. I might be getting that wrong. I'm sure my husband will shh, let me know.
1: Shh, Matthew, shh. But it <laughs> basically yelling. uses,
0: like, it It climbs and lives in oh. Palaverdes and.
1: That sounds, like, horrifying. And you can That spot sounds it. like a
0: horror movie. You can spot it in my That off. plant
1: is climbing. <laughs> now yeah. I'm in a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, yeah, like, grows up in and lives in Palo Verdes.
1: Okay, well. Yep. I thought Palo Verde was an elementary school. Like pretty much to live in,
0: in winter. Like if you look around in Arizona, you'll probably be able I to see look mistletoe. at mistletoe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Just naturally occurring. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, and yet no one's kissing. <laughs> well, some people are. So the question is, should they be?
1: <laughs> my name is Summer Yeager and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And Joy um, has Last... Serious opinions about mistletoe. <laughs> she, there's a lot of opinions about foliage, mm-hmm. or however you pronounce it. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. it is, foliage? It stresses me out. That word stresses preventative and foliage stress me out. Every time I look at them, my brain skips. You know how like we used to uh-huh. have CDs and they skipped? Yeah. When I read those two words, my brain skips. I don't know what I'm it sure is. I'm sure I have those words. I just can't think Pre- of them. When I see preventative, I want to say preventative. Oh, gotcha. And when I see full, full, foliage, foliage, I just <laughs> want to scream, honestly. <laughs> Outdoors, indoors, I just want to scream. Um, so last week, I talked and I, I told everybody that you make delicious beets. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. And what happened as a result was we upset a lot of people because we didn't tell them how you make oh your beets. Oh, okay. And uh, so all week long, our listeners have been like, honestly, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> and so I was like you know honestly that how dare us like that was that's a that's a legitimate question because right, yeah, no, it. it's like let me tell you how to do this awesome thing just kidding um so well
0: it sounds like some people would have preferred we talk only about beats in that episode
1: <laughs> i'm not sorry <laughs> um so can you just you know briefly tell them how you how you make beats
0: um i would recommend uh Peeling them with like a potato peeler or whatever, yes. just because their skin gets a little uh, rough in the like a little it's kind of chewy. It doesn't cook yeah. quite as well, so just go ahead and peel. Uh, cut them up. Please use a sharp knife because they're <laughs> very tough. Uh-huh. And using a non-sharp knife on stuff like that, you is cut them dangerous. into like uh,
1: cubes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Obviously, the smaller they're cut, like smaller the cube, the faster they'll cook put some oil and salt on them and pop them in the oven maybe like 400 degrees i would start at 15 minutes and just see how that serves you yeah uh, until fork tender well and then they're done and delicious they're tasty i mean really the beets do all the work it's not even really you oh well it's the beets
1: (laughs) she makes she did a great job they're just far
0: more delicious than many people think they are
1: yeah no that's absolutely correct yeah okay well now we've told them mm-hmm thanks joy yeah so I also we also have people really worried about that I the fact that I haven't read a lot of C.S. Lewis so I just want to say really oh, quickly yeah. that I I own multiple C.S. Lewis right <laughs> books and they are on my list so you know everything will be okay for right everyone mm-hmm. I have read some Chronicles of Narnia Never finished. I have one chapter left. And then I will be able to say I have read a C.S. Lewis book. And uh, I have a couple chapters left of Out of the Silent Planet. So, okay. you know, I've read C.S. Lewis and I right. plan to read more C.S. Lewis. So you guys don't have to worry about me. It's on. It's going to happen. It's on my radar. That's it. That's all I had.
0: Well, you're right. I am Joy. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host Summer. What do I know about you that.
1: You know a lot of things about me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I'm hope. sure some people would love to know the things I know about you. <laughs> Probably. And they're all fine. <laughs> I don't have anything salacious. You're, here's something I won't even say you might not know about summer. Oh. Summer is very straightforward. <laughs> And I don't think she sees any necessity in secrecy either. No. So if you ever feel like Summer's hiding something from you, she is either faithfully and strategically hiding something from you or she's not hiding anything from you.
1: There's really (laughs) no in between. She,
0: she, like, even, well, I was going to say she might have, like bought you a birthday gift or something, but even then she'll probably tell you what it is before. I will absolutely tell you. Or it'll be like three weeks before your birthday and she'll be like, I just have to give it to you now. Oh my gosh.
1: I do. I absolutely hate. I loathe and despise holding on to presents for people. Like the second I have a present, I need to give it to you. Or I need to look you in the eyes and tell you I got you a present. Right. I'm like, very
0: intensely. And, like, almost tell you <laughs> what it is and then be like, no,
1: okay. I but know. I did
0: almost get to.
1: It really does bother me. I just want, it's hard to hold on to something that you mean to give away.
0: Right. How do you hold on well, to Well, especially it? something that you hand-selected for another person the worst like you should be excited to give yeah the gift because you know that it's the gift
1: yeah if you're not excited then i don't understand what's wrong with you i just want (laughs) to give my gifts right now like i have i have birthday presents right now for a friend just sitting in my room and i i keep just moving them around my room (laughs) Uh with slight anxiety (laughs) you pick it up and you're like oh i should give this to her
0: (laughs) no do not do it it's
1: like one minute's on my desk and then it's on my side table and then it's on my bed. And I keep just, and I'm going to do that <laughs> until it's time to give it away.
0: You just keep giving it like to a new location. <laughs> yeah. That's how you resist the urge to actually spoil just the surprise. Keep close to
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> Stare at it a lot. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's really painful. But anyway, <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail. <laughs>
0: tell us what kind of gift person you are
1: oh yeah tell us tell us about how you feel about gifts
0: I'm one of those like to the grave I know people
1: I already knew that about you
0: which is kind of a morbid (laughs) thing to say about (laughs) to the grave
1: especially a birthday
0: (laughs) gift I don't know anyway happy death day (laughs) not really to the grave how about to (laughs) the appropriate time to reveal the gift (laughs) I'll never tell you ever (laughs) I do have a present for you at my house, but you will never know.
1: When I die, you can come <laughs> get it. I'll leave it to
0: you in my will.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't wait for your will to be read. Yeah, would what be a so really overwhelming
0: time that would be for everyone you loved. Thirty years of presents. It would just be, that would be very emotional and hard, and it's like a sort gift of card. physically
1: oppressive tube, p- maybe. <laughs> Well, joy is very intense. If you guys didn't know, you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Join us at patreon.com slash sheologians. We're starting a new book club round soon. Stay tuned for more details about that. Also, I just need to tell you guys that we have a website. It's sheologians.com. And I've been getting a lot of questions lately on, hey, have you guys talked about this? Have you guys talked about this? Have you guys talked about that? Which is a totally fine question. But if there is... What I'm starting to realize is that we now have a body of work oh, yeah. behind us. And so... We're discovering
0: things <laughs> that we technically haven't talked about. Yeah. But I do think... We have talked about most things in some way. <laughs>
1: some tangential way. If we haven't... The big item We might not
0: be talking about that.
1: Right. Ever. If we haven't talked about it yet, there's a chance we're never going to. But anyway, all that to say, <laughs> you know, um, if you're curious, just go to shielajuns.com and hit that search button. I have been diligent in tagging all of our episodes. Uh, so, you know, you don't have to wonder. And if it's not there, you can just continue to email me about it. It's totally fine. Or if we
0: did the if you find the episode and we did it a while ago and you're like, "Hmm, I feel like yeah, there's something missing."
1: You, you could update that. Put this. it on our
0: radar again and <laughs> yeah. we might be
1: like, "Oh yeah, we can always hear an episode about totally, that." Totally totally fine with doing that. Anyway, now you guys know. We have a website. I never talk about it. We ne- I'm never like sheelogen.com, but it's there and it <laughs> enjoy Okay, so we've gotten a lot of listener... I really have been harvesting... We have just been harvesting topics from listener questions, and Mm. that's been super fun. And thank you guys for your emails and your questions. We get a lot of questions um, about the practical application of submission. Like a lot. Mm -hmm. Like all the time. Like, what is this? Right. And I thought... This is actually very much in line, in my humble opinion, with what we talked about last week of uh, the whole topic of submission. (laughs)
0: What? You are really trying to start something, aren't you?
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. Let me finish my thought.
0: (laughs) No. You're making me feel a certain kind of way.
1: What I mean is... I honestly love you guys,
0: regardless of how... Yeah, I don't care. ...you felt.
1: Um, (laughs) Oh, that's not... Okay, I'm going to keep talking. Um, (laughs) The whole idea of of submission to... Like, submitting one's will to a proper authority is a Christian idea. Mm -hmm. This is a... And we believe that... There are proper authorities in every context. The reason why I said I, I believe this goes along, this is kind of a continuance of last week's discussion in a way, is that uh, I believe that God has been very clear about who we are to submit to and why, because he's been clear about what our duties are. So I don't believe that it's the duty of the government to educate children. Right. Uh I don't believe that's been a duty that's been given. Sorry. Nope, nope. I don't believe that's a duty that's been given to the government. Um, I I'm think a, I'm
0: looking up synonyms for the word duty thank right now. You. Don't worry.
1: Um that's a that is a if you look in scripture. Any kind of like train up the children, train up the children, train up the children, teach your children, raise your children. These are all commands that are given to parents, not to the government. And so what that tells me is that it is the responsibility of a parent to educate the child and to to oversee the education of the child, to make sure that this education is happening. It's not the government's job. And I have very clear thoughts on what the government's job is and is not, because I also think that that's clear from scripture and that we should submit to proper authority, right? Not just all authority. We're
0: not going, we're not here to debate that, um, governance and submission does not exist Mm -hmm. because it does clearly, Mm -hmm. which means, um, overall the Christian, needs to discern mm-hmm. where they are to be submissive and who they are sub- to be submissive yes. to. Yes. Um, and really this is not like my mm-hmm. most favorite topic. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because the last thing I want to do, I feel like I have a lot of, practical advice Mm -hmm. but I for some reason and this is just my brain this is nothing against the people who wanted us to cover this topic right my brain just instantly goes to like what tips can I give Mm -hmm. and I just don't I feel like it's it's such like submission. Submission is such like an everyday living kind of thing. Yeah. That I start to get a little bit overwhelmed with trying to come up with for sure, good advice and good things to say. Yeah. When really, like mm-hmm. everything I came <laughs> to this episode with in my notes, just kind of uh has to do with like the general principle good. of submission, um, yeah. and how I think that maybe the reason why people want to know what submission looks like is because we've been taught really like wrong things about it. Yeah. And our culture really embraces, mm-hmm. um, well they, and then of course there's, you know, the op, the opposition to submission is rebellion. And sometimes you're yeah. not supposed to submit to something, but Christians aren't supposed to be in rebellion but they're really not supposed to be in rebellion to God.
1: Right. And,
0: um, and maybe there are people that don't even want to use the word rebellion because of the connotations that it, mm-hmm. um, would stir up. And so, yeah, I mean, really, I just like, I don't know how much practical advice mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't want to like, I don't know. I just, this topic, the topic of submission, like practical tips for submission, is not like inspiring to me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't inspire like a lot of original thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so then I just, I feel like I'm just making stuff up (laughs) that I know is true to say to you guys. And I don't like recording episodes like that, though I've done them. Um, And Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm as long as they're true, it's still helpful, but I also don't want to just talk for the sake of Mm -hmm. talking despite the long monologue I just gave about my inner thoughts.
1: Well, I think at the end of the day, it is something that for most of us Christians, part of the, I agree with part of the difficulty in the discussion is that it is such a given in the Christian life that some of it is hard to extrapolate in conversation. But I also think so unbelievers and believers alike have been so much more willing to have a conversation about submission over the last year right? because of because of the pandemic right. because because we've all had to and that's a good thing that's a blessing we've all had to look at Romans 13 and and decide what we believe the apostle Paul through the holy spirit was telling us there right um and i i love Romans 13 just like i love every other chapter of romans right. um i also think it's been poorly abused and i think that the the it's important for us to know what proper authority is and then to be willing to submit to it no matter what. Uh <clears throat> and so you know the because well,
0: that's really what people that's really that's really what's underneath the mm-hmm. topic of submission, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it's easy to submit when you want to yeah. <laughs> and you agree with what mm-hmm. is being presented. Right. Um, And it's, w- yeah, it's willing to submit to things that are good and lawful. Mm-hmm. um, But it's hard mm-hmm. to submit to things you don't agree with and especially to things that are not good and right. not lawful. Right. Um, And so I think that's really... Which
1: we would say you shouldn't submit to. Right. But for some reason,
0: um, somebody out there continues to sling this mentality that... I mean, especially like in marriages, um, they just are like selling this pack of lies that says that women are to submit to every man Mm in even in ways that are unlawful. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know who is saying that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who is saying that? Where, where is, I hear that a lot uh, because too. it's hard, I've, and but maybe, I've never seen it. Maybe
0: that's a part of my problem too, is I feel like I'm trying to combat an enemy that I don't actually believe exists. I think people have, right. Or maybe people, I'm not saying it's totally unfounded. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not, maybe I don't think it's as much of a battle as other people yeah. Or it could also be the circles that I run in. And I do understand. I think I I think I've had since being married, I'm still not a long time married person. <laughs> um, But since being married, I do feel like I've re- I have some. Well, like just the other night, I was just like, man, like to Matthew, I was like, can you imagine what it, like how it would be to be married to someone that just like never admitted they were wrong or hurt you that never apologized. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, just the struggles. I don't know. I guess I'm saying I do. I don't want to, I'm not going to make an episode of submission Mm -hmm. about this, but I do want to acknowledge that um, Mm -hmm. it would be very painful Mm -hmm. to be in a horrible marriage and, be encouraged towards submission in an, uh, well, and see, that's the thing is it's not even, it it goes past marriage. It is wrong Mm -hmm. to be told to submit to something that's not lawful and that is sinful. Yes.
1: That's wrong. You don't submit to that. That wouldn't be a godly submission. There's godly submission. There's ungodly submission. Right. And our goal obviously is to know the difference and pursue one and not the other. Right. Um, and, and the question of, okay, well, who is to submit? The answer is all of us are called to submission. Uh, we are to submit to our elders. We are, Ephesians 5 tells us, to submit to each other freely. Of course, the submission we get asked about most often is the submission of, of wives to husbands. We are told in no uncertain terms in Ephesians to be subject to our own husbands and this is a that's given to all wives to their own husbands, right. and it's not qualified. It 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 applies to every Christian wife, regardless of what kind of you know husband she has, what mm-hmm. his spiritual condition is, or any other thing. Um, it is it is the wife's duty uh, to see to it that she is submissive. And one thing that's interesting that I want to point out is that. Submission is something that um, wives are to submit to their husbands freely, uh, not because the husband is standing there telling you to. So, in the verses that that are where Paul is speaking to wives and telling them to submit, he sa- he says to her, "You are to see to it that you are doing this thing." Right. The husband is not told. Right. To see to it that uh, right. that she is doing this thing, uh, husbands are required to love their wives, but this is not something that we as wives should stand ar- around going, "Love me, love right. me, love me." Right. <laughs> um, this is something that we've been that-
0: each given our own business to attend to. Yes. So. Uh- Yes. We'll just remind you again, mm-hmm. have we reminded you enough times to attend to your own business yes. on the show?
1: You need to be busy <laughs> with your own responsibility, just as your husband is to be busy with his own responsibility. Right. And so that is that's very clear in in Paul's writing. And I think just something very important that I don't know that I've ever said on the show before. Um, and we don't need to ever feel apologetic Like, I think now more than ever, Christians need to be able to say, yes, this is what the Bible says with no apology, with no, we didn't, I didn't write these passages. I am not going to apologize for the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to apologize for what is there. Well,
0: and certainly if you have anything going on, it's not my responsibility to make, have the Bible make you feel a certain type of way. Yeah. If you have something going on that I don't know about mm-hmm. that's happening in your marriage mm-hmm. that I don't like that I'm not aware of. Right. I'm not going to like give you a, a million caveats so that like you might so that in case someone who is in a horrible marriage, hears me, mm-hmm. they don't feel bad.
1: Right. right. I think, uh, something else to, highlight is that submission uh is a a good and godly thing and we we know this because J- Jesus submitted to the father. Uh and that is just straight bible um Philippians 2 let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Uh, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Uh, so it's through Jesus's submission to the will of the father and his humility that he has been exalted and been given the name, which is above every name. So his submission, uh, was something that he rendered willingly to the father and it brought great glory, um, and right. it brought exaltation. And so submission is not a, a, dirty word. It's not a bad thing. Um, it is a good thing when it is done to the proper authorities and done and rendered unto God. Mm -hmm. So that's a basic foundational principle. Um, and obviously, you know, again, it gets, it gets kind of hairy when it's like, well, um, what about this situation? What about that situation? But I mean, do you really think when Paul wrote those words to the church at Ephesus that there were no women in the church who had ever suffered abuse or no women in the church that were married to an unbeliever. Like he wrote, he wrote that into a context. He certainly
0: wasn't encouraging any women to ungodly submission.
1: Right. No, of course not. (laughs) Paul is,
0: I mean, he is the ultimate like practical living author (laughs) of the Bible. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just practical living, right? And
1: it was right there, and um, you know, submission also is a very powerful thing because we're also told that uh, through a wi- a wife's godly submission and character, she could lead an unbelieving husband to the Lord, right. which is an incredibly powerful incredibly powerful thing but you know the where the rubber meets the road is like okay well what if my husband isn't a believer how do I practically apply this um or what it you know there's some other questions in there that we get pretty often but um you know if you married side note yeah
0: we will not answer (laughs) if you've asked your husband about something please don't ask us as a way (laughs) to
1: circumvent right (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, don't ask us how we feel or think about something.
1: I'm just going <laughs> to give you the biblical principles. I'm not helping you with <laughs> Please that. Please
0: don't use us or any of your friends or your pastor's wife or your pastor mm-hmm. to undermine your husband. Mm-hmm. If your husband is wrong, p- pray for him, but mm-hmm. don't, um, don't, uh, add any accomplices to your list of unsubmission.
1: Right. <laughs> and I would say, um, you um, know, on lack uh, of submission? rebellion, rebellion. There we go. <laughs> so what if, what if you married an unbeliever? What if you married someone who's abusive? What if he's just a total, you know, he, he was a prince and then you kissed him and he turned into a toad. <laughs> you know, if, if you are gen- genuinely in that situation, like this is the first thing you need to do is repent, repent of Foolishly making an unwise choice, yeah, marrying um, someone. Acknowledge that to God. Uh, Abigail is a is an example of this mm-hmm. in the Bible. She she told David that her husband was a fool. <laughs> um, now, yeah,
0: because I think in our we make this very we make this super confusing mm-hmm. in our day and age. Um, because a victim can do no wrong, right? But no, um, there are th- if someone is a victim of something, there without shame for that. Thing, um. It, so, any if a woman is abused by her husband, she isn't without shame for that. She is not right. That's uh, not. But her it does. Sin. It does, does not, does carry not carry make it. her, and it doesn't make her res- like, to an extent, responsible mm-hmm. for it. Like you no, said, right. like you, pr- you probably should not marry someone who is abusive, and you know, of if course, she foolishly... may have not known. Right. Whatever. What yeah, I'm saying course. is. <laughs> What I'm saying is if you've ever been the victim of something, it does not mean you are blameless in general, yeah. you are, but you are blameless in regards to that. You can't
1: repent for your husband's sins, but you right. can repent for yours. Right. And then you can walk in fellowship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to repent every day for the same thing. If you've repented, you've repented. And certainly going and to your
0: pastors away. for that is not what we would consider an act of rebellion.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know what, but do
0: please go to someone who can actually help you. So like coming to us is not a great option (laughs) right? because we actually want you to seek help from someone who can actually help you out.
1: Yes. And you don't have to pretend that you're, you know, you don't pretend you don't pretend that your husband is wise and loving and, and godly. If, if that's not true, um, and we have an example, like I said, Abigail is our example in scripture of a wife who um, intervened. She intervened when her husband was being a fool and uh, she did not obey and and him when he was being a fool and scripture commends her for it. And so that is an ex- a very explicit example um, if you are in a similar situation. Um, And you also need to remember that you are, as a Christian, you are a valuable member of the church made in the image of God and submission doesn't change that and obedience doesn't change that and doesn't make you a second class citizen well, because, in the because church. Because of the culture
0: we live in, we're having to qualify that like submission is not... A red flag that leads to mm-hmm. abuse, mm-hmm. but this is, yeah, but that's because of the culture we live in. Yeah, <laughs> godly submission, mm-hmm. um, does not lead to abuse, right. and godly leadership mm-hmm. does not lead to abuse. A f- faithful, wise husband, correct, will not mm-hmm. do those things.
1: Yep, and if a husband is, then you must do the christian thing and not submit to it remember that all authority is is limited except for god's and god's authority is the ultimate and the supreme and there is none other (laughs) and god has set the limits over what over what the church over what the family and over what the government it has authority in so if you can't the verse says that we must submit to our own husbands as to the Lord. And if you can't submit to your husband as to the Lord, like if your submission to him would cause you to disobey the Lord, then you may not submit. And this is how, this is the very clear principle that scripture has given. So if your husband wants you to join um, an apostate church, you should not submit to that. Um, if your husband, uh, you know, anything he wants you to do or go along with that's sinful, you may not submit to that because you have to first and foremost submit to God. Um, and that's no disrespect to him. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think the situation that most wives feel they're in is that they can't submit because their husbands won't lead. That is right. typically um, the the complaint is that the husbands aren't 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 leading, and then the typical complaint going the other way is, well, my wives my wife is not respecting. Right. These are this is super common. Um, so
0: I will take up their. <laughs> position. Right.
1: And so then all of a sudden the wife is leading and the husband doesn't want to fight for it and it's just this horrible downward mm-hmm. spiral. Um and you know, I think something to remember is that like we don't submit like you you first. You go first. You want your husband to lead, start submitting. Right. Um you you think
0: cuz you might even discover in quiet and prayerful submission that you are wrong. You might. And that doesn't mean <laughs> that you're wrong, that your husband right. isn't making the best decision for your family. You might be right in your opinion, right. but you may be very bitter and discontent yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. And so it is important to quietly start first. Yeah, It's not about who... Well, when he starts leading, I'll start submitting. Right. No, that's not that's not the call.
1: You deal with like we said earlier, you are you are responsible for dealing with your responsibilities. He is responsible for his responsibilities in the same way you are responsible for your disobedience and he is responsible for his disobedience. So it's like you can't fix his disobedience if he's truly not leading. Right. You stepping up now that's two sins instead of one Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, like you don't add to the sin cycle by being like well i guess i have to do it no you be responsible for what you're responsible for and that doesn't mean you know that this is something that you don't seek help on or work out with other godly couples or whatever have you but then the day you need to be content um Trusting in God and and submitting to him.
0: If you married a Christian, you may trust God for Mm -hmm. your spouse's sanctification. Mm -hmm. I, here I am giving you permission. (laughs) 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 For some reason we think we need it. Um, That is another great way to, to quietly submit Mm -hmm. when you don't feel like it or Mm. when you feel like the lead the reins need to be taken Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you can quietly trust god that yeah that he gave you a leader yeah and that you married someone that will lead you and that will look to god right um yeah i mean a lot of what i have to say is just really about like the world Mm. that we live in Mm -hmm. and um And I guess kind of what came to mind is not even necessarily like submission in, in marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like something that I've noticed quite a bit is, uh, well, so like, first of all, a part of our sort of like human life cycle is that we graduate high school and then we leave our family and then like that's when we find ourselves.
1: (laughs) That's the typical thought process. Right. Yeah.
0: Um and and so we're actually encouraged by our culture to like leave and rebel against the way we were thinking Mm. in order to find ourselves yeah it has almost like i said it's become like a rite of passage yeah
1: you can't really get actualized until you're not submitting to well especially when you come from
0: a generation of boomers right that have outdated superstitious uh social norms that they adhere to that many of us have now uh quantified as abuse
1: Sure. So yeah,
0: we can absolutely rebel against an abusive parent mm-hmm. that thought we should um, take care of our younger siblings and mm-hmm. do chores. Right. Right. Because <laughs> they stole our childhood from us.
1: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's what we think now. Yeah.
0: And so I'm certainly not saying everyone is like this. Right. I'm certainly not saying that every parent has been perfect because I think um, our parents, not all of them, but many of them were also confused about submission and uh, rebellion, and when was the time to do those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, And so maybe our parents weren't the best. And our parents were not uh, seeking wisdom from the Lord or from the Word mm-hmm. to determine how they were going to raise us. Mm-hmm. Um, but a big, huge thing that I'm seeing is taking n- a n- your normal upbringing, defining it as abuse finding where the abuse because this is the therapy this is the it's and you know I hope I've said enough times I'm not against therapy or counseling um but largely it's the okay so find out what's wrong with you like what's wrong with your thinking and then we determine like where is the moment that that happened where like what is the moment of origin generally (laughs) I mean everyone had a childhood if you're 20 that means you (laughs) had a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, etc. Um and so we find something in there and generally it's our parents' fault. Yeah. And then plus that plus on plus they are racist and they're homophobes right. and they will not acknowledge systemic racism. Right. And um, you know, they're not as enlightened as we are. Never. And so um I cannot tell you how many people on the internet I have seen speaking poorly Mm. about their parents Mm. and using it as an excuse Mm -hmm. to live in rebellion. Mm -hmm. Now, once you there, we can have a conversation about when you are no longer under this, under the leadership of your father and mother. Sure. But, and so that's not totally what we're talking about. I'm not, obviously if you, I mean, I have my own opinions anyway. (laughs) Um, But I'm talking about people who say, I don't owe them anything. Mm, mm -hmm. And that is the mentality that we have Mm -hmm. at large Mm -hmm. in every facet. Yeah. I don't owe you any submission. Yeah. The only person I submit to is me. Yeah. And I rebel against whoever is not in submission to me. Yep. And so I just want us to be careful about how we view the word submission Mm -hmm. because the world hates to submit in a godly way Mm -hmm. they cannot do it and they will they will gather idols and teachers and uh, philosophies and a therapist and whoever will help them yeah not submit but whoever will help them rebel because it is in their nature and they hate god they cannot live in a world where he right is also there Mm -hmm. and so they cannot be in submission Mm -hmm. to him yeah And so we need to be careful.
1: Well, because if there is no God, then ultimately there is no, there is no submission that's required of you, right? Without God, it's only
0: what you can submit to whatever you decide is good,
1: yeah, and and lawful, right? There is no proper authority to submit to, right? If you're not a Christian, and that's, I think that's why the state has become something that every, like the state, ultimately, if you're going to kick out God. You can't have a world without a ruler. That's right. just not how the world works. So that's because why there the is order. Because that's so that's why the government becomes what it becomes. It becomes a tyrant. Right. Um, our founding fathers saw this, and that's why they set up the kind of government that they did. Although obviously it's not impervious to tyrants, um, but the government will eventually come in and say, "Well, this is what you can and can't do, and this is what you can and can't do," and they will try to be an authority that is not proper right that's why it's important to understand that all authority is limited and yeah. comes from god right if you don't start there then of course we should do whatever the government tells us whenever it tells us mm-hmm. because well they have a bigger stick than you do
0: right that's who we've that's who we've made our god that's who we trust that's who we entrust to yeah it's not in god to uphold anymore morality or whatever and ultimately we trust our, we put our trust in ourselves mm-hmm. and we submit to us. Yeah, And so we are living in the wild west of <laughs> submission. <laughs> um, everyone is doing their own thing mm-hmm. and we have turned, we have cited everyone to his own way. We have cited bad leadership mm-hmm. and made submission into a four letter word. Yeah. Um, and That's we right. have, we have, and like I said earlier, We have flagged it. It is now a red flag. It is a precursor to abuse. Mm -hmm. But by nature, submission, Mm -hmm. true, godly, faithful submission, Mm -hmm. will not lead Mm -hmm. to abuse. It will protect you. Right. It protects from abuse. Mm -hmm. But we have created, we have started saying, like, oh, anytime someone tells you Mm -hmm. to just listen to what I say, to Mm -hmm. just follow my wisdom, Mm -hmm. don't listen. You do you what do your you. heart says. Yeah. And that is the message mm-hmm. of the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Please don't do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Has it gotten any you anywhere good? <laughs>
0: is the question I'd like to ask. Right. And that's the thing is it's, <laughs> it's, it's rebellion mm-hmm. and death
1: disguised mm-hmm. as freedom. Right. Right. And it's not. It only leads to slavery. Right. It's slavery to sin. Yeah. Is what it is.
0: Yeah. Which is abuse. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, too, another thing to consider is the contentedness. So if you want to be a Christian who's content, you have to live a life of submission to God. Uh, there is no quietly laying under the hand of God contentedly if you're not submitting to God. Mm-hmm. Like if you are just bucking that horse, uh, you're not being content. I think a lot of con- contentment and submission have a lot they go very much hand in hand. Right. When you submit yourself to the will of God, you are being content. Yeah. So that is, that is the practical application of how do I be content? You submit your will to God's Mm -hmm. that is how you do it Um, Jesus submitted to the will of the father even though in the garden he prayed very fervently you know if you can let this cup pass from me Mm -hmm. yet for the joy set before him he submit himself to the father and trusted himself to the father so that act of submitting yourself and entrusting yourself to the will of God um, I think a lot of us, you know, we're just too fearful. We, we're full of what ifs. Well, what if this thing happens, and what if this thing happens, and I'm taking this big risk. And it's like, okay, but are you submitting to the will of God? Because right. that is your call. That is how you be faithful. That is how you worship and glorify and honor Him. Right. Uh, and there is a joy set before you that you have to trust in. Mm-hmm. You're called to trust in. That's how you. Well, and that's walk trust like a is a
0: huge part of submission. I cannot submit to my husband because I don't trust him to lead me. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the argument? That's exactly the argument. And when you, when you make that argument mm. towards God, what you're saying is I don't trust God. Mm-hmm. And I think lack, lack of trust in God is pretty rampant, mm-hmm. not necessarily because of where we're at culturally, but I think it's just something that we don't acknowledge very much. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, um, our like inner turmoil really leads Mm -hmm. it's really from that Mm -hmm. it's really from i don't trust that god will feed me i don't trust that god will uh provide for me i don't trust that he will answer prayer i don't trust that he's there i don't trust that he cares Mm -hmm. um and that's so it's so wrong um it's like it's like you lying to yourself every single day
1: right yeah that's, yeah, yep that's that's exactly what it which is. is wicked and
0: destructive and horrible
1: right. right you shouldn't be surprised if that tears your house down right so be content to lay under the hand of god Uh believe what he says about submission and apply yourself to if you're like i don't know what this looks like you know find an older christian woman in the faith who can talk you through it. Yeah. Because you need, if you don't know at all what that looks like, you need to do that. And if you've never, you know, jumped off that cliff of trusting God (laughs) uh, and been like, that's how rampant I think it is. mm -hmm.
0: I remember there was a time in my early twenties where someone brought this up to me Mm. and I was like, Oh man. (laughs) And it made me realize like I hadn't even, yeah. Hadn't even been thinking mm. to trust God. Wow. It's like, that should not be the case absent. Right. Trusting God should not be absent in your life.
1: Right. So pray <laughs> if you're missing it. Pray.
0: God is very, very faithful.
1: <laughs> More to, trustworthy especially than Especially to answer that prayer. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. You can leave us a voicemail. <laughs> 470 four six five zero four seven five um yeah i don't i i just that's really it there is a way there's nothing else
0: there's a way to approach like if you are still like well you didn't really answer my question because my husband is doing x or my i'm 16 my mom is doing my mom and dad are doing this and Mm -hmm. um there is a way to respectfully and faithfully Mm -hmm. um approach people Mm -hmm. for advice Mm-hmm. so
1: so do that yeah yeah hit us up at patreon.com theologians join our next book club round and i don't know what else to tell you guys i just hope that you have an excellent week Thank and you we will see you around on ye old internet bye yeah. <laughs>